welcome back to Fascinating Folks. I'm Molly Marie, and I'm so excited because we have a lovely gal here today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, this is Cameron Baylor. Cameron Baylor is so cool. I've known her for nine years now. Nine whole years. Uh, very special years, formulative years, yeah. I might say. Not many people hang on to their high school friends, in my opinion. Really? And I think that we have stayed very strong. We have. Through all those nine years. Even though we don't see each other incredibly often. Yeah. We still know that the other person's there for us. Absolutely. I mean, I hope you know that. I do know. Okay. I was like, but yeah, I always love you. You're the sunshine girl. Oh, that reminds me of that Stevie Wonder song. You are the sunshine of my life. That was really pretty. You did a good job. Thanks. <laughs> love Stevie. Yeah, that was really good. And you have your little outfit on. Did <laughs> go to the era. <laughs> Your dangly earrings. It's the bell bottoms too. The bell bottoms look good and the one foot up on off the floor, kind of in that casual stance. Okay, everybody. So <laughs> this is a very different thing for me because I am being forced against my will. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> completely complied to this to talk. Yeah, she's been very excited about it. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting, but go ahead. Excited is an interesting word. But um <laughs> It's You're challenging me yes. to spend one hour not deflecting anything. Mm -hmm. The truth is all coming out today. It sure is. Cameron's good at asking people questions and learning about other people, but now we get to learn more about her. So the first question I'm going to ask you is one of my favorite questions to ask anybody. If you were a color, what color would you be and why? Okay, so I was going to be different, and I was going to say clear. I love it. <laughs> but unique. because every color shines through clear. Mm -hmm. You could be like the sun. The sun's all the different colors combined. Exactly. However, clear is not in Roy G. Biv. So I'm going to negate that. That's true. I'm going to say yellow. Yes! Yes! You would be yellow. You are yellow. You are a yellow. yellow girl through and through. It's a beautiful color. And I have many reasons as to why I think it is Tell the us. best. Tell us. Um, you are so yellow. Okay. Oh so uh, yesterday, my friend Emily and I went to go get ice cream. Mm -hmm. Can't get enough of that mint chocolate chip, you know? Mm -hmm. And right next door to the ice cream place is like a antique craft shop. And it was open, so we went on in. And there was this whole room dedicated towards yellow things. And it was beautiful. That's really special. Did you get anything? No, I did not. <laughs> How does this room help you know that you are yellow? Well, I go in there and there's beautiful things that are yellow. So there's like artwork of lemons mm -hmm. and of bees and of their honeycombs. And mm -hmm. um, there was one more thing. Sunflowers. Okay. Yeah. So it was just beautiful and, and it reminded me. Thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, that was really awkward to receive, but I will receive it. Um, Molly, I'm convinced, has this thing called synesthesia. Do you know what that is? We've talked about yes, this before. We have talked about it's been it. a while since we've talked I, about it's it. It's been pointed out to me by even, you know, somebody else in my life too that I've had it. 
Right. But you can tell people what it is if you want. Okay. This is my definition. Go research it yourself um, for clarity. But it's basically when people have a tendency to associate colors with different things. So, like, some people think that, um, like, the number one is red. Mm-hmm. Or the letter A. And the letter B is blue. And the letter C is yellow. Yeah. And most people don't really have a color association system like that, but Molly does. And, well, thank you for sharing that, Cameron, about me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I can bring it back. It's okay. I let it go. Um, But, yes, you said you saw a lot of yellow things. Yes. And also yellow transcends every single season. Mm Mm-hmm. So in every single season, there's something that stands out that is yellow. Mm-hmm. So Christmas, Christmas lights, spring, spring lilies, summer, um, there's yellow everywhere. Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine. And then in the fall, you got the sunflowers and you got the autumn leaves. But how does this make you yellow? Why do you see yourself as a yellow girl? This, this got way deeper than I was expecting. <laughs> no, you got it. I mean, I can tell you why I think you're yellow when you're finished. Okay, okay. We're the things that I'm attracted to are yellow. And just, it's bright and it gives life. I will say that there's many songs that I love mm-hmm. that are very inspiring mm-hmm. that have yellow in them. Okay. So you just feel like yellow surrounds you in your life. And it what does. you gravitate towards is that joyful color of yellow yeah yeah i'll name a few songs yes (laughs) this is kind of funny that i said that this is inspirational yellow submarine by the beatles that's not inspirational it's just fun okay don't look at me like it's not fun no it's okay it's the best yellow Coldplay, goodbye yellow big road elton john Mm. all of them are the best and then i guess the last one is um last reasoning is there's this guy named az tozer uh-huh. he's kind of a theologian he talks about this line of the main there's this guy named az tozer and he's like a theologian and he has this line that says what you think about when you think about god is one of the most important things about you and so when i think about the lord when i think about jesus i think about him being the light of the world and not just any light, but that golden hour kind of light. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's just beautiful. Just that beautiful yeah. warmth um, of his love. Mm-hmm. And yet there's something that is reverential about mm-hmm. light. Like if you get too close, you'll get burnt. And the Lord is someone, a being that we should revere. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of him, I think of the sun. Wow, I love that answer. That was very beautiful. See, when I look at, when I think of God, I always think of a light blue um, or a very, very, very light, fluffy white color. (laughs) Help me know why. Um, Well, I don't know. It's because of how I imagine. I think it's just kind of has to do with the sky. Hmm. So Mm -hmm. I just imagine the sky, springtime, light, pastel, soft, kindness. Um, a nurturing kind of color and blue is always a calm nurturing color so I think that's why but I like how you said yellow that's really neat right and plus when you're in the sky like if you've ever been on an airplane and you look down you think like this is 
not just bird's eye point of view, but this is the Lord's point yeah. of view. Mm-hmm. And he's a lot bigger than sometimes I realize. Mm-hmm. So that plane ride helps with perspective. See, I've never been on a plane. Oh. But you've been on planes many times. I mean, not many, but more, quite a bit. More than once. Yeah. Where are some places you've been? Um, Literally, Florida. That's it. Oh, really? My family, we are just very routine, and uh-huh. we love going to this one spot in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's called Anna Maria Island. Mm-hmm. And listen, you just go out, you sit, and... Just appreciate the beauty of the ocean and the sun. And then at night you go get fish tacos. What more could you want? And you go there every year. As of now, mm-hmm. we have for the past few years. Do you love Florida? I mean, the first thing that you that came into my mind when you said Florida was alligators. And so, no. <laughs> have you ever seen one when you were down there? No, but I read... Um, in a news report that a few weeks after we were at this one specific spot, a kid got eaten alive by this one alligator and it was devastating. Oh my goodness. There's some wild critters here on this earth that we walk among. It is so sad. That's devastating. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well... I guess you wouldn't want to go to the Everglades. Do you no. know where the Everglades is? I actually don't. It's on the tip, tip, tippy toe of Florida, I believe. I believe I could be very wrong, but it's a national park and they have crocodiles, alligators, I think black panthers, pythons, um, all kinds of critters down there in the Everglades. I would need somebody like a version of Steve Irwin yes, walking to go with, with me. you. Yeah. I would love to go there. Yeah. I think that would be so much fun. Because when I was down in Florida, I've only been in Florida once, but we went to a specific little island that said there were alligators. So watch out, because we were trying to find one. <laughs> watch out? We wanted That's to... it? That's the only I warning that you get? <laughs> I really wanted to see one. I really wanted to see one, and I didn't get to see one. But honestly, in hindsight, it's probably a good thing. Because, you know, when you're just thinking of seeing an alligator, you're like, wow, that's so cool. But then when it's chasing after you, it's not cool anymore. It's not. So, okay. So you've been to Florida. Have you been anywhere else? Um, I would say lots of places around Ohio. Okay. Small little places. And then Tennessee. Oh, yes. You've been to Tennessee. Oh, yes. Are you a 10? You're the only 10 I see. Yes. (laughs) Cameron is a 10. A 10 out of 10. The music, the pickup lines. Dolly Parton. An amazing girl. Because you've been to Dolly World. You've been to... It's Dollywood. Oh. I'm so sorry. But it is pretty much like a little world of hers. Tennessee is beautiful. What's your favorite part of Tennessee? Gatlinburg? Have you been there? Oh, that's the only place I've been. I thought so. We were going to go to Graceland. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We were going to go right before COVID. Love it. And that fell through. You For reasons that I think go. that you could assume. You are going to love Graceland. Yeah. I mean, Cameron, you like Elvis Presley? We can't go on together. We're With suspicious minds. What's your favorite Elvis song? Oh, you can't ask me this on the spot. Well, I did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I thought butterflies in my 
Elvis right now. I grew up <laughs> loving Lilo and Stitch. Oh. Well, you can simmer down. It's okay. It's just Elvis. Um, and We're hilarious. Lilo lays on the ground after a really rough day, and she listens to Heartbreak Hotel. And when I have a hard day, I usually come home and I lay down on the floor of my living room. And I don't necessarily listen to that song, but there's just something about laying on the floor after a rough time that is just really regulating. It is regulating. And you're very good at regulating yourself and being very in tune with yourself, which I want to talk about that. But real quick, <laughs> you said, well, you said you've been to several places in Ohio. And I want to shout out to Ohio real quick. Yeah. A lot of people act like Ohio is not that exciting. Ohio has so much to do. Preach. I love Ohio. We can go to the lake. We can go to many state parks. We yes, have we a national can. park. We have lots of history. We have museums. We mm -hmm. have cities. We have uh, beautiful Amish country. Ohio is phenomenal. And you can get to places really easily. Yeah. There's a reason it looks like a heart. So, oh, Cam. I never, like Pluto has the heart on it. I don't know what you're I'll, talking about. I will have to show you. Yeah, you'll have to show me that. But what do you like about Ohio? Because I feel, you know, you're in a small town and you're so happy and content here. So how do you find contentment where you're at? Because I find a lot of times it can be really easy to constantly wish and see what's more is out there, which is okay to want to see what more is out there in the world and explore. But you are so joyful where you are in the small town that I think is really cute. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna say what town we're in, mm -hmm. but it's beautiful here. And how do you find contentment in everyday life? Cause you're one of the most content people that I know. Oh, you thanks. are, this is a compliment to you. Yeah. Cause you're so happy. Um, you're out here in the country yeah. where some people might find that boring. Some people- The boonies. Might, some people might, might find it serene and relaxing. Yeah. Um, but what do you like about living in a small town? What do you like about Ohio in general and how do you find contentment? Hmm. Three in one girl. I did not always find contentment in a small town. Sorry about that. Um, and in the book of Acts, there is a line. I don't know. I don't remember who said it or what, but it basically talks about the Lord plants us where he wants us to be. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something to that. And I think about life, even like a hundred years ago, like mm -hmm. what would that be? 19 20s 30s you didn't really up and leave like you do now mm -hmm. you basically stayed and you were planted and the reason you left was if you were going to go on a pioneer voyage or maybe the lord called you in the missions or something but you pretty much stayed mm -hmm. and there's a book that has meant a ton to me and i hate the name of it because it sounds very frou-frou <laughs> But it's called Calm My Anxious Heart by Linda Dillo. Mm -hmm. And she defines contentment as a soul sufficiency separate from your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And if that's the definition, contentment is something that you can learn. And Paul talks about he was able to learn that whether he had plenty or whether he was hungry, whether he was in jail or whether he was out and about. Uh, talks about that in Philippians 4. And so... That's something that I've been trying to cultivate over time by remembering to stay in my lane, mm -hmm. to pay attention to where God has planted me and the people he's put around me. Mm -hmm. um, because I really think that there's this verse that has meant a lot to me and 
the reason it means a lot to me is that I really feel like the Lord through the Holy Spirit really made it stand out when I was in college. And it's Psalm 52, 8, but I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. And every time scripture talks about a believer strong in their faith, it compares that person to like a tree. Mm-hmm. And so you are planted, you're grounded. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that is how we have to live. Mm-hmm. You have to live as if you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then when you feel led to actually go, mm-hmm it should hurt a little bit because Mm -hmm. you should be so invested in the lives of people around you that it will be hard. Mm -hmm. It's like that uh, phrase, it's better to have loved. It's better to to have have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. That. I remember that all the time. Yeah. So you can bloom in many different places, but make sure you're not missing out on blooming in the place that you're at. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, like you could be missing out on mm-hmm. blooming just because you're looking left and right at left the next right. thing. I like that way of saying it um, because I feel like sometimes that saying might make people feel like like if you're in a really, really bad situation and you're like, I'm supposed to bloom right here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are allowed to move and find a better situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel like the saying bloom where you're planted sometimes needs a little bit of explanation just because I know I used to sometimes feel like, Oh, I'm right here right now. I'm not supposed to be looking for anything better. I'm supposed to mm-hmm. bloom right here. Um, and it's like, no, you're allowed to look for somewhere else to bloom, but you just need the discernment of where you're supposed to bloom at. Don't be in a bad situation. Um, but don't put yourself in a worse situation either. Yeah. You know, for yeah. you. Mm-hmm just an interesting thing it kind of ties to that one question Mm -hmm. and I don't want to jump ahead Mm -hmm. but you asked me what are some memories that you hope to have in the future yeah what memories do you hope to have in the future like or want to relive right and this has been a question that has been coming up a lot Mm -hmm. in my circle Mm -hmm. and it's kind of complicated because I don't have anything super certain Mm -hmm. because I have been practicing trying to be content Mm -hmm. using um this thing called mindfulness like mindfulness means being in the moment Mm -hmm. so not thinking about the future not dwelling on the past but being right here where my feet are and um i've been in school for forever with good reason with good reason this is my first summer out of school Mm -hmm. and it seems like right after you you leave high school there's always a different benchmark that you're supposed to achieve. Yes. So yes. college. Okay, you're done with college. Get married. You're done with getting married. Now have kids and buy a house and do all these other things. And those are all beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And in the hustle, we could get lost. Or at least I felt like there's part of me that got lost. Mm-hmm. Um like there are times where I remember a summer going by where I just asked myself, like, did I watch the sunset? Mm-hmm. And I did, but not nearly as much as I wish I would have, mm-hmm. you know? So basically a memory I hope to make is slowing down and paying attention to the little moments. So mm-hmm. getting those sunsets in, mm-hmm. smelling the bonfires, touching the soft green ga- grass, mm-hmm. Like, I love my speech impediment sometimes. <laughs> no, no, Tasting the beautiful watermelon. Mm-hmm. 
that was grown in grandma's backyard. All of it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll have more like concrete goals, but we're only really promised today. Mm -hmm. So just trying to really seep our toes in, making yeah. most of it. I mean, it's good to have overall goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you're working a job you really love right now. It's really fulfilling for you. And <clears throat> you have, you know, a great day-to-day -day life. And yeah. you're always helping people. And I think that's a really fulfilling way to live. And, you know, you're keeping healthy. You're taking care of yourself. I feel like you're very mindful. And you're appreciating the moments. You're taking steps towards things you do want that I'm not going to share. Mm -hmm. But personal things that you want, you're taking step towards. So you're living very nicely, Cameron. Like, you're doing great. Thank you. We're all doing great in our own ways. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I don't judge you if you do have concrete goals. I think that those I'm very are beautiful. Concrete. I'm a very concrete I think person. they're beautiful. I love the concrete. This is just how I'm wired, I guess. There was a joke. Can I share a joke from the yeah. sermon the other day? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I don't remember exactly how it went. But there, um, the pastor was giving a joke, and it was some, I forget exactly how it was said, but um, apparently there was this older fella, and there were these two kids that were riding bikes in his new poured concrete. And he came up to the kids. He was like, get out of my yard. And the kids were like, I thought you loved kids. And he goes, I love you. And I love kids in the abstract, but not the concrete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard that joke? I have not. And I forget what it was. Refer oh, it was about loving people fully. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. But I was like, when the pastor said that, I was just cracking up. I was like, I love a good joke like that. Heaven. I Isn't that funny? Heaven help those children that old man yeah but it was all a joke i, I know i know but can you imagine <laughs> i would have just lost my patience <laughs> i love kids the point was made the, <laughs> the point was made i would have been so mad yeah i that's i'm working on that patience. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. um but yeah concrete goals are good and abstract goals are good we bless them yeah anything you know we just shouldn't i have a hard time because i feel like everybody um, shares their opinion on everything so often we can get really lost in everybody's opinions of how we should be and how we should live yeah and it's just so much more gray area than that you know as long as we're being kind to people trying our best doing the right thing giving grace being patient loving on others and just living day in and day out we're all at different benchmarks mm -hmm. and I think that's good because I struggle with the benchmark thing yeah. where I think I should be because I'm very goal-oriented very dream oriented like I have to hit this achievement I'm right achievement oriented and in the past six years I tried to achieve so many things I got to a point where I was like I do need to slow down mm -hmm. I think that's one thing I admire about you you're able to take it easy and slow down when you need to um, because you don't I don't know do you put pressure on yourself to get to these benchmarks do you put pressure on yourself to achieve certain things because it feels like you're very patient with yourself and you're very kind to yourself hmm. from what I see. Hmm. And I admire that about you. Thanks. All of my friends are so cool. Aww. And there's a lot of qualities I admire about them. Likewise. Oh, but yeah, you do seem patient with yourself, are you? Um, I used to not be. Okay. I think I used to be that traditional person of like, I am going to get, you know, all my school done, mm -hmm. you know, as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. I'm going to climb whatever needs to be climbed. Mm -hmm. um, for Enneagram people, I'm an Enneagram 3. And that is the achiever. 
And so oh, okay. the thing is, is that um, they basically have a fear, a fear of failure. Oh. And so they compensate mm-hmm. by wanting to like achieve all these things. Wow. And that type is known for being like the more superficial seeming type. And it's just so interesting because I do see those parts in me when I look deep inside. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who tells me, like, you just need to be more shallow. And I think they're kind of right sometimes because because I do think, like, deep. And I, I need to just, like, laugh a little bit more. Yeah. But, but there's yeah. so much to be said about, like, um, waiting. Mm-hmm. Waiting is, like, a discipline. Mm-hmm. Patience to discipline, slowing down, being and still and knowing. It's relaxing too when you finally become content with mm-hmm. waiting. Mm-hmm. It's such a burden off your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I was looking at. I remember being on social media for a week and I kept seeing this one object come up again and again. I honestly cannot remember what it was, but I remember like thinking about it a lot and like. I just needed to shut off the social media because I didn't really need this thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't helped me. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. You're very disciplined at getting off social media when you need to. Yeah. And you I can just tell. That's great. And I think I need to get better at it because I do compare. I'm right. a comparer. And even though I'm, I'm very happy and content with my own life, mm-hmm. I get really, really anxious that I'm not doing enough. Yeah. When in reality, I think my thing is, gosh, you shouldn't be doing so much. Yeah. But I did not know that about your personality type Mm -hmm. because you do have a very patient way of living, Cameron. Mm. And from what I perceive of you, you just not take it easy. You're not lazy, but you're not always speeding ahead and trying to race ahead. You're just happy being Cameron and happy doing what Cameron thinks Cameron needs to be doing. Yeah. But Cameron loves... Uh, taking tests and quizzes to find more out about yeah. about herself. And there's a, <laughs> a gentleman who has this name, Sleeping at Last, and he publishes music. And he yes. has songs yes. for each Enneagram type. Uh-huh. And this, the first opening line for the three is, maybe I've done enough. Maybe I've done enough. That's that's beautiful. And I did listen to the, one of his songs for the Enneagram that you think I am. Mm-hmm. I don't like categorizing us because I think people are so much more than just a category that somebody mm-hmm. puts together. Yeah. However, I do think it's cool if you just look at it in a more lightweight way or maybe a helpful way to learn more about yourself or if you right. want relatability, it's okay. But I do struggle sometimes with categorizing on right. quizzes. And I will add there's a lot of controversy around... The Enneagram, there's a lot of like new age roots, like Jackie Hill Perry came out with this whole series. She did a deep dive into it, which was very enlightening, very helpful, but kind of my opinion on the Enneagram is um, it's a beautiful tool. It can be a tool. However, my friend says, but it's the gospel that transforms me. Oh, I love that. So remembering... Yeah, it's not gospel truth, that Enneagram tool, but it definitely helps you get a better picture of yourself, use it as your discretion, go with your convictions, follow God. Follow God. I did take the Hogwarts house quiz. Oh, what were you? <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw. What are you? 
I am a Gryffindor. You're a Gryffindor. Cameron, you are a Gryffindor. You're so loyal. Yeah. You are a loyal friend. (laughs) I just agree with that because I know. I just know I am. Loyal. Yeah, you are a loyal girl. And that's a beautiful attribute to your personality. But I wanted to get back to earlier. You said you were with your friend out at a little antique store. Mm -hmm. You have lots of friends. And something that I think is really cool about people was to know where they met their friends. Because you can learn a lot about people about knowing where they met their friends. Yes. And where is somewhere that you've been so grateful to be at that you've gotten to meet some of the friends you still have currently? Is this a segue to telling the people about how we met? No, it is not. But we can tell people how we met. Okay. You drew potatoes on the board. What? Remember that? No. We were in history class. Yes, it was history. Oh, no. The potatoes on the board, I think, were were they the same day? You were wearing a little red and white striped shirt. And I was like, this girl looks so sweet. I think I'm going to be friends with her. The memories are dusting off. Keep going. And, and we drew, like, like there were circles on the board. And, like, we were drawing. And you turned them into potatoes, I think. I don't remember for sure. But then you invited me to the library. <laughs> library to help like put books away oh yeah this sounds I don't know about the potato thing I just remember the shirt and I remember I was a loyal library helper and I loved the Dewey Decimal System (laughs) so this is all making sense now you were wearing an Audrey Hepburn shirt not the first day the first day I think it was a zebra the first yeah it was black and white stripes I don't mean to sound like a stalker but I knew she was gonna be my friend when I looked at her you did? I did. I knew you were going to be my friend. Aww. Oh my gosh. I love friendships. Small world. Small world. <laughs> I was just like, look at this girl. She looks like the sweetest little bean. Yeah. We really tore it up those years. We met sophomore year yes. in high school. I'm so glad. Because, because, go ahead. Go ahead. If, like you were literally one of the best things that happened about me moving. Aww. Go ahead. Yeah. I needed a friend at that time too. So it was very special to have you. Yeah, we tore it up in newspaper class, and one of my memories that I was going to share, because you ask a question, what's one memory that you'd like to relive? The one that I was going to share with you is, remember homecoming senior year? Okay. Something you should know about us, we went to a high school that had no air conditioning, (laughs) and the others really struggled with their taste in music. They weren't as cultured as us and that's okay we still love them (laughs) where's this going but we danced all night long yes and the final song was bye 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 by nsync and we were the only ones on the dance floor and everybody else was gone the memories are dusted (laughs) off i think i'm remembering i think i do and i want you to know that when molly dances it's kind of aggressive and remember, there's no air conditioning in this facility, I just have and fun. we are drenched. Yep. We're drenched. Like, there are droplets <laughs> flying off into the air as we do the hand motions to bye-bye-bye. <laughs> and then the DJ shuts fun. down, <laughs> and we leave. And being ourselves, we were the kind of people who parked in the same spot always. We parked in the very back we of the parking did. lot. We did. So you had to walk... About half a mile, it's a little bit of exaggerating that, but half a mile out to our car. Yep. 
And we were just completely drenched. And wasn't it winter homecoming? Yeah. So we got to cool off. We did. And we took our picture we did. of us doing the lift from Dirty Dancing. Yes. Um, I was always the Patrick Swayze part, and she was always the baby part. Yeah, nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. No mm. one puts Cameron in the corner. Mm, tell them. No, they do not. And we always would take our picture of doing the lift. We, we always we need to go dancing. <laughs> Why you laugh? Why are you laughing, girl? <laughs> Cameron can dance. Cameron can dance. She can sing. She can act. Dancing is fun, especially in the Macarena. You are good at the Macarena. What yeah. do you like about the Macarena? I have not been to one party where when that song was played, like, it never fails. Like, people are on the dance floor and they're having a great time. Mm -hmm. People of all ages. You can't not smile. You can't hold a serious face doing the Macarena. Absolutely. And everybody can learn the moves very quickly. Yeah. So, love it. Well, Cameron... I'm going to ask you a question about yourself. Okay. I love dancing. That's one of my favorite things to do. What is one of your favorite things to do? <laughs> <laughs> you giggle. <laughs> oh, man. I am a very simple person. Um, it's funny. My family, they really thought that I was going to become a nun. Did they? Yeah. They call my house where we're sitting a monastery okay a shrine because i just love reading the bible i'm a big bible nerd well we went to go meet nuns for your 21st birthday didn't we, we did we, tell them about your 21st birthday y'all so we a few friends including molly gathered we went and got waffles and after that we went to the convent mm -hmm. the local convent just because it sounded fun I love it. And it was. we went in there nice. and only my friends would do this. We prayed. But here's the thing. I really appreciate Catholics, mm -hmm. but I think I'm allergic to the Catholics. What? Because they burn the rosary and I <laughs> always just like itch. I itch for days after I go. Did you know that one time I went to a Catholic church because my grandfather... He grew up Catholic. He went to this beautiful church in Maslin. And um, I just went there after he passed just to remember him mm -hmm. and to participate in Lent. And I love Lent. And I went and got ashes on Ash Wednesday. And did you know that my forehead broke out in acne Dead. for the remainder of those 40 days of testing? Oh I was tested. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Man. Man. It did not react well. So I think I'm allergic. And also, then they give you communion at these services, like, all the time. But their wafers are significantly bigger than the Protestant wafers. And I was by myself. And I think I almost choked on a wafer in the Catholic Church. <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. I don't mean to laugh at you. I'm glad you're okay. I didn't know their wafers were bigger. See, I'm used to communion every week where I go. Uh-huh. But it's just the small... Pieces? Yeah. How big are these wafers? I mean, wow, bigger than. <laughs> sorry, guys, you can't see you the see size. It. it was big, probably like a silver dollar, but a little bit bigger. Wow. Yeah. Well, what are your hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> so you went into being a nun. Yeah. 
you're not a nun, I'm not, so that's not your hobby. But not. you love reading the Bible, and yeah. Cameron uh, is very good with theology. Uh, I would not necessarily say that. She's humble, but she is. So I've. She's someone I'll go to and ask for her opinion on certain things sometimes because I do know that she reads the Bible, and she humbles herself to try to learn the best. She doesn't let pride get in her way, and she yeah. wants the best to understand what the Bible is trying to teach her. Yeah. So. What's your favorite verse? Absolutely. Ooh, I can't quite answer that. I was going to say... Um, the whole thing. Well, no, I was going to say that I am somebody who is a big believer. Is like, you got to figure out what works for you in reading the Bible. Because I think that so many more people would be reading the Bible mm-hmm. if they figured out a way. And I don't just sit down and read it. I have to like listen to somebody read it to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that many people are missing out because they don't do that Um, or they don't know how to do that and the places to get that. Like, um, for example, Annie F. Downs, that's a podcast I listen to. Mm -hmm. She has this podcast right now called Let's Read the Gospels. And she just reads to you the Gospels. Really? Annie does that? Yeah. And she loops them. So you'll read all four of them each month. There you have it. Does she discuss them at all or just reads them? She reads them and then she prays. Really? It's simple. Mm-hmm. And she has a very nice voice. Yeah. I could definitely listen to that. Yeah. All right. So it definitely helps things stick. What else do you like to do? What are some of your uh, things that you do? Like say you have a whole free day off and you could do anything you wanted. Of course, you might, honestly, you're so busy. You might just want to lay around and relax and read a book. And mm-hmm. that's fine. But if you were shoved outside and told, go entertain yourself, what would you do? Michigan sounds fun. I hear a lot of good things about Michigan and how the water is very beautiful and clear. There's the sand dunes, the Indiana and the Warren sand dunes. I mean, Indiana is obviously in Indiana, but (laughs) it's all, I think, relatively along the same area. Yeah. That coast shoreline lake line we we just love america do you like going to lake erie i do I actually one of my erie. favorite memories is at lake erie what was that memory so i was at lakeside chautauqua i was probably somewhere around like 16 or mm-hmm. 17 mm-hmm. and our i i bummed with a youth group situation for like a youth conference mm-hmm. And I don't remember that much about it, but I remember there was this one night where it was obviously nighttime and we were out by the lake and we were walking around this town and everybody had a candle in their hand. And we were supposed to sing this song called Sanctuary. Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay. Well, it goes somewhat like some, it goes, Hit it, I Cameron. stutter, I stutter. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living, we're locking eyes right now, sanctuary, for 
you. That was beautiful. And we just sang that over and over again. And I think that was the first time that I sang something like that and I meant it. Mm-hmm. So gorgeous. it was a very beautiful night. You could see the water. You could see the flood green candles. And you could just hear all these people softly singing that song. I love that, Cameron. You did very beautifully using your voice for praise. It was a very special moment. Okay, so you can give this in simplest of an answer as you would like, or as Cameron of an answer as you'd like, which means it might be very, very deep, and that's okay too. What is one way in everyday life that you see God? One way that I see God is through his word. And I actually brought something specifically for this that I wanted to just read. And sometimes I'll think of like little nursery rhymes to remember certain parts of the Bible. It's not really a nursery rhyme. But for this, it's Matthew 6, starting at verse 5. And I would call it pray simply and just simply pray. So basically the point of the passage is to just be real before God. So I'm going to read it. This is from the version and Molly's looking at me with lovingly gazing eyes I, no. and it's I'm just gonna no no retract. I'm just I'm loving I'm and put my nose in a book I'm like I calm. usually do when I'm, I'm just comfortable <laughs> Go ahead. and um this is from the message version and it's not the same as like a regular bible but it's just like a devotional way of paraphrasing it so this is Jesus talking, and when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production either. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do when you pray. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father who you are dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply. Thank you for sharing that, Cameron. Yeah. So God's a very simple God. You can turn to him. I can turn to him throughout the day. And I think I used to think that I needed to conjure up maybe like a certain mood or mm-hmm. say certain things. And you can just be real with God. There's no faking it with him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, Cameron, before we go, I think your interview actually, this was very interesting the way you took it. Um, because I feel like we learned a lot about you just in the things you chose to share. You didn't share much specifics just about your life, rather the way you live your life. And I think we can learn a lot Ooh, about you through that. Yes. And I liked that. But is there anything fun you would just like to share about you? Like a fun fact or something that you find is interesting that you do or just something quirky and silly about you? I spend a lot of time on Spotify. You have great playlists on there. Thank you. You really do. What's your favorite playlist you put together? I have one named after a local grocery store. 
And I love it. It is a mix of songs that I've heard while just dancing in the bread aisle. Really? Yeah. Like so songs that you've heard when you're in that grocery store, you've put them on the playlist? Yeah. That's you put so much effort into those. Right. Well I love it. It has a lot of like Fleetwood Mac. It has a lot of the Eagles. They play that in that grocery store? Yeah, they play a lot of like that older seventies. Is it one point seven? I don't know. Perhaps. I don't know though. I don't know. Alright. Why do you fill me up? Buttercup, baby, just to let me know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's such a joyful tune. Let me down and the worst of all. I hope you keep singing. You never I don't know the words there. I hope you always sing, Cameron, because you make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Oh, happy day. <laughs> oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus washed. When Jesus washed. When Jesus washed. I'm now remembering that this is going to be posted out to the world. That's no, okay. Praise. <laughs> praise, praise, praise. I love it. I was really hoping that you would join in with me just now, but she just stared. <laughs> Never doing this again. Oh, happy day. <laughs> I love you, Cameron. Well, thank love you so you much for sitting down and talking about yourself today. Girl, it was a pleasure. You're always good to listen to. You're a great friend. And I hope more people get to know you yeah thanks all right well i hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day and feel the sunshine and all of the yellow everywhere that you deserve to feel all right bye everyone <laughs> you like that